Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. It's the EB show. Yes, well, <laughs> he's, he's got, off to his usual tricks again. And he's got a couple of two, three emails there, so we'll read those as time goes on. But, uh, yeah, welcome on board, everybody. I'm Mark Lawrence, a very subpar host of the show, and I portray a very bad moderate or Democrat or progressive or liberal on the show, whatever you want to call it. I mostly just try to ask a couple of decent questions. And on the other side of the glass is Rob Center, a fabulous uh, producer. He always does a great job. But across from me is the man who's always been the star of the show. Oh, right. Smartest <laughs> man in the room in many places he goes, except home. And that is Joe McGrath. usually when I'm alone in the bathroom. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Right? Okay. All right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Joe's a, just a super guy. And uh, he is... I'm a fascist, you know. Oh, did you know that? All Republicans are fascists. Mika Brzezinski this morning on Morning Joe said all Republicans are fascists, and the only thing saving the union, saving our democracy, is the Democratic Party. Well, um, <laughs> the beauty of this world and this country, and uh, if you saw over the weekend, is that everybody's entitled to their opinion. Fascism is a form of far-right, authoritarian, ultranationalism characterized by dictatorial power, forcible suppression of opposition. How do, how do Republicans forcibly <laughs> suppress opposition? I don't know. But you know what amazes me here is literally the hypocrisy. When Ro, you know, they're saying, oh, the five five men made the decision. Uh, the unelected, Wait. Of, un, five unelected guys, six unelected guys. It was five, five. Uh, Roberts not. didn't want to overturn Roe versus Wade, but he did up old Mississippi. But what about the other one? Who's a woman? One of the five men is a woman. Oh, five unelected People. judges, right? Five unelected judges. They did this terrible thing to the country. Well, let's face it: unelected judges did the same thing fifty years ago. They, they decided that Roe versus Wade was something that they would decide in favor of allowing women to have abortions. But there is no constitutional guarantee for an abortion. It was a right extended under the Fourteenth Amendment that apparently the Supreme Court says was extended in error, but. You know, they're making it sound like uh, immediately everybody's being raped and forced to carry a child through to term. Everybody has been the victim. Every woman has been the victim of incest and is forced now to carry the child through to term. Well, this is the handmade tale coming to life. <laughs> well, you know, well, the, I'd, I'd love to know how many how many uh, forcible rapes there are that result in pregnancies where the women are required because of the abortion laws in their state to carry the child through to term. Well, I don't know. I, I think the, uh, the court, a lot of 
smart people say the court got it wrong in 73, but a lot of courts, a lot of smart folks are saying they got it wrong this time, that this is one of those unenumerated rights that's, uh, you know, written in our Constitution. So, uh, I, you know, I, I certainly see both sides of this issue, and I certainly think government has no role in this, in my view. I really? Just, at I, all? I just not think state? Not no, state or not the federal government? No, I just think it's a private government? issue. A woman, her doctor, her moral code, and that's it. So, And if you if you think you want to have restrictions on things, you know, either heartbeat or 15 weeks or 24 weeks like it is in Pennsylvania, I think then you're layering something on top of, uh, you know, a valid question. But I just think that, you know, let your church, your moral code, your doctor, and your private decision in your bathroom decide these well, things. Couldn't you make the same argument about murder? Just generally murder. I don't like you, well, so it's I think my it's personal easier. decision to kill you. Right. No, I get that. That might seem like a natural corollary. But I, I think if you remove a zygote from a woman's body, I don't think you. I don't think that you can clearly say you have a victim. I think you like that word because it implies that what's in there is not a child but a goat. I, I think it will be a child <laughs> someday. There's no argument about that. But I'm just look. I I, I am as uh, pro life as the next person, and I certainly think abortion should be rare and, uh, you know, and if medically necessary, permitted. But I just think that a woman has a right to make her own choices under these circumstances. So the person's not a person yet sort of answers your thing. I think it's pretty easy when you have a homicide to say that there is a victim that you can enumerate and, you know, show the body or So you don't think the unborn child, the fetus, is a victim? I don't think it is even a fetus yet. I just think it's something that's starting to form in the body of a woman. You're talking about day one. But what about six weeks in? What about 13 weeks in when abortions are still performed in this country or partial birth abortions where the child might even be viable on its own? Yeah, I think we can. I think those are valid questions to ask. Would you like to read E.B.'s letter first? Yeah, we'll read E.B.'s letter first. Let me tell some people why. As usual, he's frothing at the mouth, so we ought to let him vent here. Wise thoughts that have been left for me to say out loud. On the mark sponsor of the Sunbury Motor Company, check him out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.wkok.com or text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Joe. E.B. says, on Friday, five people, two of whom are sexual predators, I love that, took away the rights of millions of women. Conservatives are excited. The same people who thought the government making them wear a mask during COVID was tyranny are totally okay with the government telling a woman what she can or cannot do with her own body. The same people who don't care if children are killed in school shootings because they love their guns so much applauded themselves for a pro-life victory. It would be shocking if we didn't already know that conservatives are the world's biggest hypocrites. Here's my question. If abortion is no longer a protected right, what will all the Republican politicians do when their mistresses get pregnant? What about when their daughters get pregnant out of wedlock? Abortion has been the answer for them in the past. What now? All right. <laughs> Let's go to the phones. Stan, you're up first. Go right ahead. Thanks for calling in. Good morning. Uh, the powers, not delegated Hardly to the United you, Stan. States I think the volume by the needs Constitution, to come up. nor prohibited by it to the states. Are reserved to the states, respectively, Stan, we or can't, to the people. We, we can't hear you, Stan. Uh, yeah, we got some. You dilemma. can't hear me. Rob, All right, yeah, let me Rob's let me start this over it. here, because this is important. Yeah, just be. I guess you'll just have to speak up. Uh, that's the best we can do at the moment. All right, the powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states 
respectively, or to the people. That would be the text of the Tenth Amendment. That's what abortion falls under, the state's rights. Okay? So people crying and moaning that, oh my, their rights have been taken away. No. If they live in a state where they can, certain states allow up to moment before birth to abort a baby, that is still possible. Okay? So the people that say it's been removed, their rights have been removed, are lying to you. Period. Now, the, the Supreme Court did two good things this past week. One day, they put New York in its place, as far as the Second Amendment goes. And on the next day, they put the pro-abort murderers in their place. Told them, no, it's not a federal protected right. Okay? It's real simple. It may not be a federal protected right, but it is a right that was granted by the Supreme Court 50 years ago. And I'm sure there are many people who think it should have remained in, remained in force. But I can't argue with you. The, the reasoning behind it was always flawed. You know, and, and this is never going to never going to be resolved in this country. There are always going to be people who say abortion is wrong and other people who say my body, my choice, I'm allowed to pick what I want to do with my body. So we're, 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 how are we ever going to learn to live together? I have no idea, but I'm going to ask a question. Since when has it been the purview of the Supreme Court to grant anyone rights? They're not a legislative body. They're not to legislate from the court. Well, it's not legislating from the, it's not Stan. It's not legislating from the court. It's making a determination whether an amendment to the Constitution to the Bill of Rights covers something that wasn't even envisioned by our founding fathers. That's exactly what and the Supreme was Court was illegal at the time. Well, and <laughs> that's exactly what the Supreme Court is supposed to do to interpret whether or not you know this this protection should be extended. Fifty years ago, they said it should. Now they're saying it shouldn't. And I don't think the Supreme Court is granting rights. I think they just—they're not. They're extending make them rights. official. They sort of announce them or interpret the Constitution for us. But they don't grant rights per se. They're not a legislative body or a judge that uh, you know pronounces opinions and decision. Right. See, that's where the Tenth Amendment comes into play. It reverts back to the states. The states make the determination on this. Some states will allow it. Some states may not, and it is what it is. All right. We so got if you. you don't like it in the states that don't allow it, move. <laughs> or, or order your pills you know, by mail. <laughs> that's another well, topic. Or, or travel to where it can happen, because that's not against the law. Well, listening, now, listening to Morning Joe this morning, I was, I was told that poor southern women, rural women of color, will not be able to move and get an abortion because they can't travel. Unless they work for a company uh, that uh, ships, see, there, ships there, wherever there necessary. Goes, uh, self-bigotry of low expectations again right, from the left. All right. Thank you, Stan. Thanks, Thank Stan. you for calling Appreciate in. Have a call. good one. Thank you, too, man. Take care. Eric, next up. Thanks for waiting a short time. Go right ahead. Last caller before a quickie break. Okay, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. So according to Stan, okay, if the <laughs> state decides that women has no rights and, and, and the Supreme Court's acting appropriately, what if a state like New York, which I don't agree with, uh, decides to regulate its guns, then okay, that, that's, that's okay to for a state law to be overturned. 
Well, it's I all think, interpretation, gentlemen. It's all interpretation. I think the Second Amendment actually is part of the U.S. Constitution. Let me let me stop you You're there, right. Eric. I, I think the Second Amendment uh, related to these gun decisions is actually part of the Constitution. It's called the Second Amendment. It's the Constitution's it's Second not, Amendment. It's not something that was extended arbitrarily by a judge. <laughs> it's written right in. It's, uh, it and is. the Fourteenth Amendment, which is, is the one we're talking about, is interpretation is also part of the Constitution. Just because two came before 14 doesn't make it any more <laughs> well, right. but I, I think you can Am find. I yeah, I think you can find guns and militia. One being part of the Constitution, yeah, okay. another one being not part of the Constitution, and they Never both mind. are by amendment status. I don't think he wants to hear your argument. I don't think so. <laughs> okay, so so I'm going to put out two things, and I'd like anyone to call in and refute me on this. I, I'm welcoming anyone to call in with a contrary opinion. Okay, sure. I, I ask anyone to call in and say that they would be in favor of the, if their daughter, sister, wife was raped, that, that that lady should have to go through nine months of turmoil to have that baby. Well, and, you're gonna say, and Joe, you said, oh, well, well, this hasn't happened yet. I guarantee, by statistically, there were women who were raped in one of those 14 or 26, however you want to count the states, over, since the weekend. But there are women... There was probably... Well, let's say you're right, okay. and let's say let, let's also, let's say you're right. Let's stand. I'm sorry, pregnant. Eric. Let's say you're right. What if they're raped in states that permit abortion, like California or New York? They're still going to have access <laughs> oh, to it. This is a terrible <laughs> illustration. Just so you know, and, it's and not everybody who's poor, raped is going to be forced to carry the child who, to term. Who works on hourly job and cannot afford to give up your job because you may have other children. Okay. Well, let's not forget when, when there's a baby, there's responsibility. Uh, there's a male involved, right? Right. These same states have rather, you know, are they forcing these men to, to take care of these children? So that's the first one I'm going to say. I would say anyone to call in and say, yes, if my wife, sister, daughter was raped, and I'm going to throw incest in with rape, okay, that I would, yes, absolutely, they have to have that baby. I want anyone to call in and tell me, across, tell everyone, with their name, that they agree with that. Well, uh, all we have to do is, if you could somehow get a hold of Doug Mastriano, that's what he would say. Okay. You brought up politics. I'm trying trying to to stay focused on what I consider the topic. (laughs) Well, he's a person. Secondly, secondly, I'm I'm kind of going with a scenario which would affect men. So I came up with this. Okay, so we're talking about reproduction, right? And, and, And if you become pregnant, it's God's will that you have the baby. Okay. Now I am not. I am. I am anti-abortion just for, for, um, for birth control. I think a woman becomes pregnant, and and is pregnant of her, you know, of having had relations on her own will, and it's not incest, and it's not something illegal. That there should be very deep consideration by that woman whether to have that baby or not, because I believe if she doesn't have it, eventually she'll probably regret it. But my problem is these states have zero exceptions, and Mastriano also wants to have zero exceptions. Okay, now, let's take, let's take a scenario on the other side. Okay, 30 so more seconds. Have, to have reproduction. So I'm, I'm a married man, and my, woman, my, my wife wants to have a baby. My woman. And I have to <laughs> cancer. Ar, 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 and if I get treated for that cancer, I am going to lose my ability to reproduce. My wife says, we need to have this baby. So you must you must postpone your treatment till I get pregnant. Okay, and that's that's my right to have that baby. So you must postpone your treatment. All right. And I'm taking your, away your right to to save your life to have that baby to have a baby with me. 
All right, we got you, Eric. Would that, would that be allowed? Would that be? Of course, it wouldn't be. Of course, it wouldn't be. I don't get it, but we, I, I mean, certainly I understand where you're headed. Either, I, so. I want anyone to call in and refute what I'm saying. All right, we will. Uh, well, you, may have, it, it, you may have driven off the cliff here. Oppression of women. <laughs> Gauntlet is issued. Thank you, Eric. Thanks Thank for calling. You're in. very welcome. Thank you, gentlemen. All right, take care. Uh, looks like we're going to try to keep people to four minutes because everybody's lined up here to get on the show. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Email us at on the com. Text us at seven zero two three six. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Uh, let's see, we are talking about the overturning of Roe v. Wade, sending it all the way back to the states for the states to decide whether they think abortion should be legal or not. Still is in Pennsylvania, uh, but lots of states have all kinds of laws churning, including Pennsylvania right now. Uh, one of our previous callers uh, said the number of rapes that result in pregnancy is exceedingly uh, possible, uh, whatever that number was. And one of our good listeners was listening and says... The national rape-related pregnancy rate is 5% per rape among victims of reproductive age 12 to 45. Among adult women, an estimated 32,101 pregnancies result from rape each year. Now, These are the if that's 5%, ones. if that represents 5% of the rapes, what, were there 2 million, 3 million rapes a year in the United States? Oh. That seems exceedingly high. All right, Cindy, how many rapes were there last year? <laughs> These are reported ones. Again, all this is is the stuff that bubbles up into reporting. All right, uh, back to the telephone lines. Joseph, we're giving everybody about four minutes. Maybe you won't need all that, but that'll be the limit. I'm going to gonna need it, brother. I'm <laughs> okay, go right ahead. I, I like to address the idea. Yes, if my wife or my children were raped, and they got pregnant, I would by no means uh, allow them to get an abortion. And I know my wife would not even go along with it, even if she was raped. She wouldn't even kill. She gets upset when I go hunting for a deer or something. Don't kill them. Don't kill them. She's, and they're creating the image and, and of our Heavenly Father, the they're human beings. And so nothing justifies uh, killing that unborn child in the mother's womb at any stage, Eric. And if my, my son or daughter were a, a queer, a homosexual, a lesbian, I would have nothing to do with them. I would disown them. If they repent of that uh, sin, I would uh, welcome back with, with loving care. Okay, that's enough for Eric. Now, <laughs> On to I was you. watching the news when this verdict came down, and oh my goodness, I thought uh, David Muir, uh, ABC, was going to cry. It's such sobriety and such... It was as if someone went in a... a, a a daycare center and murdered all those innocent little children and uh, uh, because they did away with killing people 
they were so upset. Uh, Maxine Waters, uh, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, even our beloved president is so upset about this. And of course, we know that it didn't. This um, uh, it didn't say that you can't have an abortion. It just said the states have the rights, and I don't want to go into that part of it. But I'd like to lay out something here uh, in history that shows a repeat of things and signs of things to come, okay, uh, concerning <laughs> killing little children. Uh, 3,500 years ago, there was a murder of little children back in uh, Mitzrayim, they call it Egypt today. That was when Moses was born. We know that Pharaoh was killing all the male children, correct? And he was protected because he was the deliverer to deliver the children out of bondage. Well, then uh, fast forward 2,000 years ago, there was another child born, and the king wanted to murder all the babies uh, from two years old and down. And we know who that was, King Herod, and our Savior, because he was the deliverer. So my whole point in this is we're living at the end of time when Messiah is about ready to come back and to deliver his people, and that's why we see this mass murder of millions and probably billions over the whole earth uh, in abortion. It's a terrible, heinous sin, and uh, the world is suffering because of it. That's why the plague, that's why the coronavirus, uh, that's why all these things are coming upon this land. And uh, we, if, you can, if you can't see that, then you don't have eyes to see and ears to hear. It's going to get rough. So why didn't that happen 50 years ago when they first did it? Why, why, why now well, are we getting this okay, judgment? Why didn't it? Uh, I'll give, again, I'll cite <coughs> Israel. Well, Israel no, had I, I, kings <laughs> that were wicked for years and years. Oh, okay, here's the thing. Yahweh told Abraham, he said, after 400 years of slavery, your people are going to come out. Why? Because the Amorites sinned. The cup of their sin is <laughs> that fulfilled. That my question? It was 400 <laughs> years before he punished the Amorites for, for their sins. And he used the nation of Israel to do it through Moses. It's called so godly see, delay. So years passed, and he allowed that because he's always hopeful that people will repent and turn from their sins, that a nation will return from their sins. Okay, so like now, says, now we have... Turn when Jonah preached to them, you know, so and now, he withheld the judgment. So Joseph... And then later on, they Joseph, went back into Joseph, sin, and he destroyed Joseph, 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 so now, now that Thank this has been done, Thank you. The, all the plagues and the pestilences will go away? Is that is that his well, opinion? Well, we don't know. We, oh, okay. we won't know. Uh, John, you are on the mark. Thanks for waiting. Go right ahead. Thank you, gentlemen. Good morning. I just would like to uh, talk a little bit about some some uh, uh, misconceptions. Number one, Roe v. Wade was never a law. Roe v. Wade was a court decision. A law is when the House of Representatives of the United States passes a bill, and the Senate passes the same bill, and the President signs the bill. That's a law. So uh, many people at the time questioned uh, and were very upset about the Roe v. Wade decision. Uh, that was 50 years ago. Uh, interesting that 67% of the current population of the United States has been born since 1970. So uh, we're talking about a, a whole demographic. People were appalled. 80% of the people in the United States opposed that decision, but there weren't any riots in the streets, so they didn't burn any buildings down, they didn't attack any police officers because they were good moral people who disagreed with a Supreme Court decision and went about to change it peacefully by marching in Washington and so forth. So number one, it was never a law, it was a, uh, a, a Supreme Court decision that many people felt was very flawed. Right. 
Number two, this, that, this thing that we're an outlier in the world is a total lie. In Europe, for instance, Sweden, the most liberal of the European states, has a 16-week abortion rule. You can have an abortion for the first 16 weeks, and that's it. Uh, several other uh, European states are at 14 weeks. Most of them are at 12 weeks. The countries in the world that have no limit on abortion are China. North Korea, communist North Korea, communist China, communist Vietnam. So, I mean, you can see that, that the godless societies want no restriction, but responsible societies uh, have placed limits. And we are not an outlier because the Supreme Court did not outlaw abortion. It just said you do not have a constitutional right to an abortion. Right. So the third thing I'd like to say is that what we have is a is a a an unacceptable overreaction from our political leaders and people like Antifa that that should not be allowed. Uh, there was no riots in 1972. They didn't storm the Supreme Court in 1972. They didn't burn inner cities down and so forth in 1972. And the reaction fueled by the rhetoric of some of our of some of our uh, political leaders, even to say, "Well, we're not going. We're going to. We're going to ignore the Supreme Court." This is terrible precedent. We need to be a, a, a country of laws, and we need to obey the laws as they're written. Well, of course, they're saying that the Supreme Court is illegitimate. I love that illegitimate. You know, it, it was the Supreme Court illegitimate when it ena- enacted Roe versus Wade. I mean, it's a matter of opinion. If you're in favor of abortion, then they're they're illegitimate. If you're opposed to it, they're not. I mean, it's just people can't admit their own hypocrisy on both sides of this issue. Right? Were there pro well, Were there pro choice riots over the weekend? I didn't see any, but I don't I don't didn't pay closely attention. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. People, people, ten people arrested in Portland, and uh, <laughs> another another man arrested for bringing a flamethrower uh, to use against police. I think they were pe- largely peaceful, though, weren't they? Yeah, and who drove a truck through some protesters or demonstrators? I don't know. Where was that? All right, John, you did not use all of four minutes, so feel free to call back. Where would you like to hold? And Van, hang on or call back. You have a good day. I've said my piece. Uh, Thank you so much for calling in. Really appreciate it. All right. Uh, We got uh, one caller waiting, but we'll take more comers at 9.06. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. We've got a couple of emails, texts, and caller waiting for our discussion about the Roe v. Wade overturning. So you can call in on that topic if you so choose. I'll give you the number in a moment. But first, I want to tell you about our sponsor, the Sunbury Motor Company. They have three addresses for you to know. Uh, one is 4th Street in Sunbury, North 4th Street in Sunbury, right between Lincoln and Washington. You can save a few Benjamins down there. And they 
they are oh, very eager to help you out. Uh, that's where they keep the uh, Hyundais stored and the Fords. And they also have another address, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Just go to Runyon Road at 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and that's where the Kias are stored. And you can go to sunburymotors.com. That's their third address, and that's where everything is stored, every vehicle they got. As soon as they get it, the first thing they do is clean it up. They give it a 200-point check, take about a 100 photographs, and post it on the web. Sunburymotors.com for you to look at. Ford, Hyundai, Kia is your opportunity to pick up one of those three brand-new cars or a wide range of certified pre-owned vehicles. They also got the quick lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury to fix your vehicle. They also got the um, the body shop, the parts shop, and the car wash shop, and a number of other shops there. So they, if you need to shop for a vehicle, they'll take care of it. If your car needs to do its own shopping for parts or something or painting, uh, they get, they'll take care of you. Oh, the alignment shop. Yeah, that's the last one. But they got it all at the Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us. <clears throat> at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Uh, Joe, would you read the email in the center of the screen, please? Sure. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, about 1.3% of abortions were performed at or greater than 21 weeks of gestation in 2015. In contrast, 91.1% were performed at or before 13 weeks and 7.6% at 14 to 20 weeks. That's according to the Washington post if you choose to believe them all right thank you for that uh van has been patiently waiting i'm going to do van's call before the headlines since he's already waited 20 minutes or so and then we will do the news headlines and then we'll get to the new calls that are coming in so van you are on the mark go right ahead good morning uh, i'll just throw this number out Sixty-three million four hundred and fifty-nine thousand seven hundred and eighty-one. The number of people who have been aborted since Roe v. Wade in the U.S. And I'm glad you used the term "people" that have been aborted. These, these, you know, people. You can call it a zygote. You can call it an embryo. You can call it a fetus. But all those are developmental stages. Which, when it comes to, to the end of it, they're a baby, and there is life there, and it is life. It's life from God. Now, Eric wants to argue from the extreme, and he says about, you know, who would have their wife if they're raped or daughter or whatever go through that pregnancy? And as rough as that is, I would say yes. I would say I'm 100% for that. And the thing of it is, you know, someone can get shot and be paralyzed the rest of their life, and they are forced to live with that. Was that their choice? No. That came upon them because some criminal perpetrated an act of evil against them. And if some rapist rapes a woman and that woman becomes pregnant, that baby is innocent. And that baby is a life given by God. And as a Christian, I believe all life comes from God. Right. All righty. Can't argue at that point with you. <laughs> it would be difficult. <laughs> and, but, but the thing, to try to set up a straw man argument and use it because it's a horrific situation to be, be in and say, would you force your wife to go through this or your daughter to go through this? There are many things in life that happen that we don't choose to have happen to us, and we suffer. And it's part of life. And the whole thing of it is, 
wrap your mind around 63 and a half million people that would have been here in this country and just think about that for for five minutes or so What's interesting, Van, and it ties into what you're saying, back in 1973, and and people are ignoring this today, the court held that the right to abortion is not absolute and must be balanced against the government's interests in protecting, protecting women's health and prenatal life. So even when they enacted Roe versus Wade, it was with the proviso that it's got to be restricted. Well, and I think that's why we came up with the heartbeats bills in 15 weeks and 12 weeks and whatever the uh, you know whatever the weeks are. All right, Van, go ahead, wrap up. You got another moment or so if you wish to use the maximum amount of time. Well, it's it's funny that the left acts like this is not going to go back to the states. They act like Roe v. Wade's just been overturned. Abortion has been you know forced to come to an end, but it goes back to the states. And I bet my friend Dan would, would be in agreement with everything I said this morning. Yes, I would, Dan. What you said is 100% right. When <laughs> nice. we have an abortion, we're taking a human life, and that's been proven by science. Wow, nicely and done. And you deny that, you guys you're the same denying <laughs> science that that's a human life. Wow, good for you two. That's great. Team tag team in the the OTM call. All right, in Van, the same room. <laughs> thank you. Same so room. No. <laughs> okay. Same county. Okay. Fair enough. All right, we got. Thanks, you. Van. Thanks, uh, Dan. Doesn't, doesn't Dan get four minutes? Well, if he calls back, we don't allow two callers on the same line. We have other calls <laughs> oh, waiting oh, too. Oh, so, oh now it's now no, you got to use your go. own line to get in there. Well, I thought he was a caller. If, if you want to play that silly game, I don't, this is idiocy. Stand by, put Dan back on, and he can do his, his little thing. Hold on a minute. All right, news headlines. As promised, Philadelphia Inquirer reporting that Doug Mastriano gaining momentum. The Republican nominee for governor of Pennsylvania spent the last week as a GOP emissary with a message of party unity. Mastriano, in a Monday interview with the conservative John Frederick's radio show, was asked about the pre-primary. Republican establishment moved to cast him as too conservative and too extreme. Would the Republican National Committee and the Republican Governors Association now embrace him? He says he still doesn't know. He said, I've had conversation with both groups. I'm confident uh, we'll get the support we need from both. The RNC spokesperson, Rachel Lee, told Clout the party is eager to use a data-driven ground game to deliver victory for Republicans up and down the ballot this November. You can read more about that story. We thank the Philadelphia Inquirer. Perfect weather for a walk on a new bridge. In case you missed it over the weekend, uh, they had a huge public house on quite the bridge. This bridge that we crossed the west branch of the Susquehanna River is almost a mile long, 4,500 feet long, almost 200 feet high at the western end. It's the eighth longest bridge in the state of Pennsylvania, so it's an impressive structure. Eric High, the district executive for Pendat District 3.0, and about 6,000 of his closest friends got a chance to see the bridge at the open house. Our fabulous producer, Rob Center, was there waving to us in Northumberland while he was at the highest point on the bridge, so we appreciate him doing a Facebook Live for us. U.S. Congressman Dan Muser released a statement after the Supreme Court decision regarding Dobbs versus Jackson. Quote, it's understood this is a very sensitive and personal issue. The court, by overturning Roe v. Wade, has returned to its constitutional position of maintaining neutrality on the issue of abortion. Unquote. U.S. Congressman Fred Keller had a statement he t- 
tweeted out on Friday. Today is a great historic day where the Supreme Court, after almost 50 years, has upheld our Constitution and protected life and actually put those decisions where they belong in the states. 50 years of work. All right. That's U.S. Congressman Fred Keller on his Twitter feed. Okay. Dan is next. Dan, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Hey, good morning, guys. You know, I appreciate Fred Keller very much. It's sad that we're going to lose him because he was a friend of the of life. And, you know, we I, I've said many times that when that fertilization takes place, that's a person. All the genes are there, all the DNA, that will become a life. And when we destroy that, we're destroying another human being. And uh, we forget about the baby's rights. All the protesters are talking about women's rights. What half of them to be born are women. So it's a woman wanting to destroy another woman. So we should protect all human life, every bit of it. So, you know, it's it's not a zygote. That's an easy way to get out of admitting it's a human being in the womb. And I, I'm glad they made this decision, throw it back to the states. And if we get a good governor... Pennsylvania will do the right thing. We rarely get a good governor, but maybe maybe this time. You never know. All right. Sounds yeah, great, Dan. Thank you so much. Go ahead. Yeah, I hope we do, and uh, we'll be praying that we get the right man in there. And the one man is for totally against any abortion for any reason. And We'd be thankful to the Lord to have him. All right. We got you. Thank you so much, Dan. A nice trick with you and Van. That's uh, pretty noteworthy. Yeah, I'm sure. Sure. Attorney General Shapiro will appreciate your support. <laughs> well, and, uh, you know, uh, isn't that something through modern technology? Right. All right. We can do these things. And, and through modern science, now we know there's no question about it. That the human life from fertilization, and it'll become a full human being. All right, we got you. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Dan. Thanks for checking in. Okay, take care. Have a good one. Right, take care, day. gentlemen. Both of you guys. Yep. Right. All right. Upper right hand corner. You can go down that list. Okay. These are texts. Uh, OTM, whatever happened to safe, legal, and rare? There are evil people demanding abortion up to the second before birth. That is infanticide. The Democrats have had 50 years to codify abortion into law, but it works better as a political issue than actually doing that. 
Eric, your cancer treatment narrative is a bad one. The necessary components can be gathered for in vitro fertilization and treatment can go forward. All right, you're right, Eric. It takes two to tango and both parties are responsible for the care of a child produced if no protection is used. Read the Constitution, Eric. Second Amendment specifically says the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't say the right to women for abortion shall not be infringed. Right. Hi, Eric. Why do you support the murder of the weakest among us? And one more. And then thank a Republican for setting us back 50 years, <laughs> taking Roe versus Wade away. What's next? Cops not having to read you your rights? Signed, Bob. One of our listeners posted on our Facebook page over the weekend, and when you go to bed tonight, be sure to turn your clock back 50, 50 years. Right. <laughs> I saw that. All right, time for one email, and then we'll get the get right. Chris going. Here. WRR says, with all of the turmoil, doom and gloom, and media hype going on, I have noticed an increase in your callers referencing Bible quotes. <laughs> I remind you of your self-imposed rule regarding the use of religious doctrine on your show. We have a limitation on proselytizing, not just using the Bible to back up an argument that's on topic. Right. That 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 part we accept, uh, because you could use the... Uh, the some... Bible backs up everything. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. I remind you, why right, to assist you in enforcing this rule, I suggest you read the following disclaimer at the conclusion of each call that strays into religious territory. And this is what he suggests. Religious freedom means you can practice any religion you want or not at all. Religious freedom doesn't mean you can use your beliefs to dictate what others can and cannot do. Your religion guides you, not all of us. It's as simple as that. From an occasional Episcopalian, a.k.a. Catholic light, all the rituals with one half the guilt. And some of the incense. <laughs> it's got it all. Okay, thank you. Uh, Chris, last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead, sir. You're on the mark. Yeah, well, first of all, the women being able to control their lives seems to be a fundamental right to me. And you can find it in the Constitution. Okay. Beings are God-given rights, and they return to the state or the people means let the people decide. Individually, or as a group, perhaps, but certainly individually is a possible interpretation of that in the Constitution. And people retain those rights. But uh, for uh, the... for the caller about deciding for his daughter that, uh, yes, uh, I'd want her to ha- have the baby. But what if she felt differently? Isn't it more her choice than his choice? And shouldn't she be the one to society on her body and her fetus? Just like it's not God's fetus, it's her fetus. Okay. And it also proves that... Uh, with the right combination of self, lie, perjury, arson, murder, you can get your way sometimes. Who murdered who? And the idea that the pro, pro, pro-life supposedly side that was killing doctors and burning down buildings, uh, uh, maybe they didn't riot in the streets entirely, but they certainly had, were well organized in that, that kind of activity. But Chris, the, in 1973, the court held that the right to abortion is not absolute and must be balanced against the government's interests in protecting women's health and prenatal life. 
So, I mean, even when they, they enacted Roe versus Wade, it was with a proviso that there are restrictions and can be restrictions about yes, abortion. Yes, there always have been restrictions, but now there aren't any. In fact, but it just goes law, back to the state, Chris. The Nobody, Chris, it reads that you, can, you could do it from the second of conception, the second the, the, uh, of conception, the life cannot be changed, which would eliminate certain forms of birth control, well, which Thomas wants to do. May I ask you a question, Chris? also apply to homosexuality, Chris, which Thomas wants Chris, to do. Chris, may I ask you a question? It's going back to the states. So let's say people in Pennsylvania don't like our current abortion law. They go out and they elect people who will change that. Isn't that the American way? I mean, it's going back to the states, and it's not being denied. It's just being rough to the states to decide. No, it's not the American way. Why not? That's the way the Constitution reads. The American way is right to go across state borders. And all this hypocrisy about it going back to the states, no, that's not what they're doing. Well, what are they doing? They're already planning to pass a national law against abortion. Who's planning to do this? I know that. Don't pretend to be ignorant like you did with the Trump nominees. But, oh, no, we, they, are, they're, they are not necessarily going to, to get rid of abortion. No, they're not necessarily going to turn overturn Roe versus Wade. <laughs> they lied. I knew they were lying. Most of the country knew they were lying. But, you know, you have pretend this, and it's only going back to the states. No, it's being extended way beyond that now. <laughs> But there's no there's no legislation enacted or by the Republicans or anyone else. It's being planned, I said. Oh, being, being, being planned. Okay, this is sort of a secret plot that's going on. There's a lot of planning. Anyway. Oh, geez. Oh, you didn't believe in my secret plot about Trump taking over the uh, uh, defying the election. I told you about that one. Oh, you called me a conspiracy theorist. You don't think that they were planning this? This was stealth. And why do you think they eliminated the? Why the why the the Republicans eliminated the filibuster for Supreme Court justices? Well, let they, me let me ask you this question then: If, uh, if can this I is finish or not? Oh, I, well, it's tied into what you're it's tied into what you're saying. If if you're right, and if there is a plot going on here, and it's it's going to happen, it's not a plot; it's a open. Okay, well, they are making a secret of it. All right, so you've they're put the you put you put the word out. Now, if people are opposed to that, they're not going to vote for those nasty Republicans in the fall in the midterms. They're not going to vote to support that. Well, the, yeah, except the, the world's gerrymandered where it's not really oh, we're a over time. choice of a majority of Sorry. people, is it? Chris, we got to go. Thank we're you so much. We're not gerrymandered in Pennsylvania. The Democratic Supreme Court made the decisions. Thank you so much, Chris. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, we got to hit the break. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. 
If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. one 800 795 is our telephone number. We would very much love to hear from you today. Your view on this important topic, overturning Roe v. Wade, is the big issue. Sending it back to the states for them to decide whether or not abortion should be legal and under what circumstances, if at all, in their particular states. Lots of states are doing their action, and I think the pro-choice organizations are preparing for a 50-year fight to overturn this once again. You hear a lot more conversation yes, about stacking the court, but I don't think President Biden Biden is having that conversation, and uh, you hear lots of uh, pro-life people saying, Eureka. Eureka? We've been waiting for this. Now we take the fight to a new new platform, individual states. Upper right-hand corner, Joe, and then yes, the text. Did you notice that Tom, this is from our friend Tom. Okay. He's not yelling at us today. There's no capital letters involved in his <laughs> email. His uh, caps lock <laughs> broke over the weekend. He said, the Second Amendment is not valid because it was written before the bullet was invented. A ball is not a bullet. This abortion ruling is about as useless as the gun laws Stan is fighting against. Women will still be able to get abortions, but illegally, just like legal gun purchases. Illegal gun purchases. Yeah. You can still procure guns. Oh, that's right. Illegal. Okay. Illegal gun purchases. Well, that's true, but the Constitution doesn't mention the ball or the bullet or any sort of projectile. It mentions, it mentions the arms, right, the gun. which right. is the uh, was the weapon of the era, and so now the weapon of the era uses bullets. All right. One in, oh, uh, text. Text. Yeah, please. Have you noticed all calls from men? I wish pregnancy on all you men. And that's from one of our fine <laughs> female listeners. Uh, Chris, 10th Amendment. Read it. Sending everything to the states that's not actually in the Constitution? Yes. Oh, my, Chris, women have control of their lives. They control whether they can get pregnant or not. There is protection. Use it. All right. And a question for Justice Thomas, then the caller. Okay. Dick says, I pose this question to Justice Clarence Thomas. You suggest we revisit the implied rights directives not written or adopted into the Constitution. However, in listing some of them, one that directly impacts you personally, interracial marriage, what say you? It was always mentioned. You went some nine years without one time asking any questions and arguments before the court. Fairly easy for me now to understand why. Yeah, it should be interesting. Interesting. He'll have to divorce his wife, or maybe he'll be grandfathered in. <laughs> okay. Possibly so. Uh, all right. Eric, you get 60 seconds. Go right ahead. No, you say we don't have an, what, it was an illegitimate Supreme Court. You said that? No, we don't have an illegitimate Supreme Court. It wasn't illegitimate then. No, it's not this, illegitimate now. And, and, because, because elections the, have consequences. Uh, Republican Senate at the end of the Obama administration did uh, uh, vet his nominee, right? That doesn't make it illegitimate. I'm sorry. Yeah, I hate to tell you that. Because if they would have done their duty, we would have had a court with no likelihood been a 5-4. Well, vetting on, has nothing to do side. with the people they put and, on. And you admitted at the time, because we discussed this, and you thought that was wrong. I did, but, but that didn't make it. Okay no, no, no. Now stop way. putting words in my mouth. I said the Supreme Court is not illegitimate. It was a political decision that was made by the Republicans. I think was wrong-headed. But it wasn't and doesn't make the court illegitimate. I'm sorry. Wake up. And the Senate could vet people for six days or six minutes. It doesn't matter. It's, they it, ask the questions. They, they don't like it. the answers. They don't have to vote. 
vote to support the nominee. All right, and technically, Eric, I hate to do this, you get to... The, the point. Oh, you never stopped talking. Allow, you never stopped talking. Him, yeah. Joe, and you did say on this show that you thought that was wrong. But right. it didn't make the court illegitimate. You, it doesn't make the court illegitimate. Lance, you're on the mark. Thank you for waiting. Go right ahead. Hey there, guys. While well, you're talking about uh, incest, well, the um, person that I voted for... Lance, I hate to, Lance, can you hear me? Can you talk a little bit closer and speak up? That We have a bad phone line, as we often do, and uh, we need you to be a little louder at your end, if you would, please. Oh, sure, I'll, try. I'll That's better. do that. Is that better? Okay. Yes, thank you. Because you are overly loud, as a matter of fact, on my phone. I mean, way <laughs> over. I think it's just yeah. what we're saying. But anyway, go oh, ahead. Oh, okay. Anyway, why, um, Ms. Barnett, who was a uh, candidate for U.S. senatorial person to represent the Republican Party in the senatorial race, was a product of an incestual rape. Her mom was 11 when she became pregnant, gave birth at 12. She was from the poorest part of Mississippi, which you hear um, over and over and over again in the uh, people who are the, um, oh, I'm trying to say here, um, what I'm trying to say is the moderators, the um, news people talk about Mississippi as being so bad that for the people having abortions there, okay, now that these poor white, poor black women are unable to get an abortion, and that, therefore they'll never amount to anything, right? Well, here is someone who certainly did, and uh, I kind of think that's a little weird. <laughs> but uh, and then we think of uh, Jesse Norman. That was an incestual rape, too. And I'm sure we're all poor if we've never heard that voice say. So it's, uh, I talk about, well, the kid's going to be inbred and not being able to really communicate well and all that. Well, this lady is as sharp as a tack. Has about 14 different degrees. Well, not really. I think about four. And uh, was able to make a real success of her life. College education and the whole bit. So, okay. Well, I think if we had, who was it, uh, Van said about the 63 million uh, abortions since Roe v. Wade, uh, law of averages, some of them would have been spectacular people, but the bottom line is women still got to choose, and that's what everybody's arguing against, or arguing for or against, you know, depends on which side you're on. Think about, well, think about this now. There's been more black babies aborted since Roe v. Wade than what the number of blacks that there were walking around in 1960. That's a pretty wild uh, statistic, isn't it? I always like statistics Where'd you get like that, that one? Where, where did you see that statistic? I've never seen anything remotely like that. Oh, it was the thing I got from Ben Carson. Okay, and of course he's not a political person, so he wouldn't be... Well, no, but <laughs> he's also the truth. black. Okay. He's not sure a political person. <laughs> not anymore. I meant I was speaking facetiously. Okay. Oh, I mean, I everybody has a political axe to grind on this right. and a moral axe to grind. Who was it that said half the people that were ever alive in the world are alive today? Something like that. <laughs> All right, Lance, we got you. Anything else to add? Uh, it's just that uh, 
I heard a woman here uh, on uh, well, the news talking about that I am not just an incubator. Well, you know what? <laughs> Unless that incubation goes on, I don't think the human race would be in very good shape, would it? What, yeah. what they are dismissing as some kind of a thing that's beneath a woman is actually the most important thing on our whole planet. And that's pretty dangerous, isn't it? Yep. All right. We got you. Thank you so much, Lance. Thank you for calling in. All right. Those are in, both of those are new. Yes, they are. Tom, you have a problem. A ball is a projectile just as the modern bullet is. The Second Amendment mentions nothing about the kind of arms the people may bear. And hey, Chris, Democrats removed the filibuster for judicial nominees, not Republicans. Republicans used the Democrats' decision against them. And that's karma. Okay, and upper right Something hand bit you in the posterior that you... <laughs> <laughs> upper right hand corner. All right, EB says, some interesting Republican reactions to Roe versus Wade being overturned on Friday. First, Texas Senator John Cronin went on Twitter and called for the Supreme Court to, quote, now to Plessy versus Ferguson, Brown versus Board of Education. Yep, that's right. He openly called for a return to racial segregation in the United States. I'm not familiar with that quote. I'm going to have to look it up because EB sometimes has with his Republican, anti-Republican glasses well, we're turning on. turning back the U.S. Supreme Court clock, boy, think how far we could go. Well, let's go back to uh, Dred Scott. <laughs> yeah. That was slavery. Uh, then on Saturday, Trump-worshipping Illinois Congresswoman Mary Miller spoke at a MAGA rally where she thanked Trump for the historic victory for white life in the Supreme Court. Just a reminder, folks, the R in Republican also stands for racist. The GOP is a cesspool of bigots. Maybe they should just go ahead and replace GOP with KKK. They're pretty much the same thing at this point. Vote Democratic this November. We aren't perfect, but at least we aren't a bunch of degenerate racists. <laughs> Name call much, EB? Okay. All right. Stand by, Van. You Assess get your cesspool of bigots. Well, that's worse than the basket of deplorables. <laughs> I think so. I'm uh, in the cesspool of bigots. But it still goes on the uh, pathetic shelf at the store. So, all right. one 800 We are the degenerate racist cesspool group here and the uh, and the rest of us are on the other side. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We will be right back. Call us now. Well, let, let's be fair about our friend E.B. and his, his uh, screed about uh, Mary Miller. Uh, her office was very quick, just as Joe Biden, every time he gets his foot in his mouth, his, the White House has to clean up on Al 5. What did Mary, Mary Miller Mary Miller's staff had to clean up after her. She very clearly, in the, her campaign says Miller misspoke. She very clearly meant to say victory for right to life during her remarks, said Isaiah Wartman, a campaign spokesman, in an email to National Public Radio, characterizing the moment as a mishap and a stumble. To suggest that she is somehow not committed to defending all life is disgusting. He wrote. Oh, all right. So, so okay, that Mary Miller. Okay, there's the other side you. of yes, the coin. The white court. Another listener in the lower right hand corner says, "E.B. Reed history. Your party started the KKK and instituted Jim Crow laws, fought integration, and supported abortion and Planned Parenthood. Founded to P.U. <laughs> founded to put, put something. something. Right. We don't know what because you ran out of numbers or letters." 
Well, Democrats may have done all those things, but they saw the light and turned themselves around. Republicans are going the wrong way. They're going backwards. So what Republicans advocating for a return to the KKK? Uh, probably just Clarence Thomas. I don't know of any other ones. Clarence Thomas is supporting the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> and that be a little that, unusual. That's ironic, it? isn't it? All right, uh, Van gets a minute. We get, oh, we, don't, we don't have the other caller. All right, Van, go right ahead. Morning. I just wanted to respond to the one text or email. Uh, everyone has core beliefs. You know, some like me, it's based on the Word of God, and others are based like Chris on atheistic beliefs. But it's funny how people want to restrict the speech based on opposition beliefs, beliefs, and others, they're okay with their own beliefs, but they want to restrict other people's beliefs. So we're dealing with rights of people. And I find it interesting with this deal with Roe v. Wade, how they want to claim it to be a right, but they're, they're willing to take away or you know, restrict the rights of people to speak that are Christians. And as far as quoting the Bible... That, if you don't believe in God, why is that so bothersome to people? Well, because they don't subscribe to it. It would be like if you had to listen to somebody do a five-hour-long dissertation on cockfighting as being beneficial to society. You don't believe it, so therefore you don't want to hear it. I mean, that's kind of like human nature, Van. Yeah, well, we want to hear I'll, a speech that, agree, that we agree I with. I think it exactly <laughs> is human nature, not kind of like... <laughs> Obviously, Christianity has been a great help to society. Look at all the hospitals. There's many Catholic hospitals, Baptist, Methodist hospitals. And you show me one atheist that built a hospital. Show me the atheist cancer facilities. St. Jude? No, Danny Thomas was a devout oh, Catholic. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't, don't try to pull that well, What about the Jewish hospitals in <laughs> New York City? And it's well. That's that's dealing with a belief in God. See, we're dealing with God. Oh, you said and, Christian, though. Well, okay. Well, let's <laughs> let's just go back to God. That's All right, your thing. minute is up. Thank you so much, Van. Thanks for calling. Thanks, in. Van. All right, and uh, Mike is ready to go. Yeah, there we go. Mike, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Hey, I wanted to ask you fellows: When did the war in Ukraine end? It didn't. It, it just didn't. Is just being shoved off the headlines. Well, yeah. Off so the so was the biggest off the radar completely. It's like it's not even happening. Yeah. It's so was the biggest gun decision. So that's that's not exactly true. If you heard the president, the G seven is taking up additional measures against Russia, including the suggestion, uh, perhaps tongue in cheek, that they should all take off their shirts and pose uh, as Vladimir Putin <laughs> does with his uh, shirt off. And likewise, the headlines about the, the gun decision that came from Congress and the president signed it, and Lawrence was wrong. I said they wouldn't do anything. <laughs> Guess right. what? They, they did. did. So anyway, all right, Mike, you go right ahead. Are, are, you, are you guys telling me that... Uh President Putin was mocked by our president? Is that what you said, Joe? Well, he was mocked by members of the G7. I don't know exactly which one said it, but it was they had it on the news this morning. Someone was saying it there. Wow. Wow. What, what was that? What was, Obama used to say something, uh, they're playing this game, but we're playing our, you know, our game. You know, they say that they were super intelligent. Well, let me tell you what. I think Russia is playing hardball. And Biden is playing tiddlywinks. I mean, the, the idea that we're going to mock Russian, Russia, a nuclear-powered uh, country that controls a lot of energy, and energy is national security, I just I find it incredible. And when I say it fell off the radar, I'm talking about the, the general uh, conversations that are going on in the country, the mood of the people. Ukraine, to me seems to be way down the list. Everything else, you know, abortion, 
inflation, energy, famine, all these things. And there, there is a war going on right now in, in, uh, in Europe. And I don't think it's just for a little tiny part of Ukraine. I think Russia, they've been around a very long time. They're very serious about what they do. And I, I think they're, they're concentrating on, you know, getting the band back together in Europe. And uh, hmm. Ukraine's going to be the first one to go. All right. What else? Uh, that's it. I just wanted to get that off my chest because, you know, again, I don't watch much of the news. I kind of hear what you guys are talking about and then the top and the bottom of the hour, you know, what, what the big stories are, what, what the people are talking about at the water cooler. And it just seemed like Ukraine was, like, missing and well, I just wanted to bring that up. Be of good cheer. The G7 is apparently doing some difficult things. Uh, they're restricting gold imports from Russia. Uh, they are doing some additional things to make the oligarchs scream and, and howl. Pressuring countries that are accepting Russian oil to stop. To stop, right. So, 75% of the world is not sanctioning Russia. The ruble has gone up since Biden's devastating sanctions went into effect. It's the highest it's been in years. So I, I don't know. I, I think I'll believe the numbers rather than what our president's saying about him punishing the oligarchs and everybody else. Should we not and be I, doing those things? Should we not be doing those things? Should we not have any I think it, since they're I not think having if the we desired were result? about this war, we would be giving Ukraine the equipment that they need to uh, to win. You know, not one tank from France and and four. Uh, uh, artillery batteries from the United States. I mean, well, we've I given Ukraine billions of dollars in in aid and equipment. What haven't we given them in aid and equipment? We haven't given them the uh, military weapons to withstand what Russia's doing. I mean, that that's just a fact. They they can't compete with the Russian artillery. They're just you know. Remember, this was supposed to be over in a couple of days, if you remember, okay? And uh, and, and Russia kind of got their asses, I mean, they kind of got their butts kicked a little bit. And uh, and then all of a sudden they regrouped, and, and now they're back in business, and they're, they're pounding away. And uh, the United States has just given uh, Ukraine enough to hang on, and this is dragging out. It almost looks like uh, we're, we're positioning uh, to have a, a settlement between Russia in Ukraine, you know, with a gun held to their head, basically, so that uh, America doesn't look bad, NATO doesn't look bad, Russia doesn't look bad. The only one that looks bad is the poor Ukrainians. So, I don't know. And like I said, 75% of the world's population is not supporting sanctions against Russia. They're... uh, they're, ma- they're getting rich off of the money they're selling because of the increased oil prices. Not only not only that, but the right, commodity prices are currently sky high. And even though there's a drop in the volume of Russian exports due to embargoes and sanctioning, the increase in commodity prices is more than compensated for that drop, and that's why the ruble's going up. All right. Thank you so much, right. Mike. Thanks okay. for calling Take in. Care, Bye. Very much appreciate it. All right. Taking a quickie break. Got uh, a uh, new caller and uh, one minuter waiting. Uh, lower right-hand corner, and then I'll hit the button. says, Planned Parenthood was founded to push eugenics to weed out those who Margaret Sanger thought were of the inferior race. Is that true? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing 
They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right, we probably got the rest of the show all lined up. Yep. So uh, let's put Joe, Joe on the air. Joe, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. You get four minutes if you need it. All right. All right, I hear you now. The music's down. All right, yeah, okay. So, uh, wow, this is uh, <laughs> quite a whew, Niagara Falls of uh, subjects here. But I did say about Eric did pose the question, which uh, the first uh, about the rape uh he uh, really, uh, you know, we use uh, extremes, you know, t- to try and make points, which I understand on both sides. But, yes, I, what I would do, I, I don't know if anyone can stop a woman from uh, having abortion, you know, as an adult and can move around and such. But uh, I would encourage the woman uh, that had a, a, a pregnancy due to a rape, I would encourage her to uh, deliver that baby and... You know, adoption is legal. If she would put it up for adoption, that would be or if she kept it. The only reason I say that, or not only, because I, I've never been presented with that, but what what I did uh, see is testimony from people, uh, a, a woman that delivered a rape baby into their family, and they loved that child. The brothers and sisters loved that child. The the her husband, who was not the father, loved the child, and. I mean, there's few cases of this on both sides, but then there was also testimony uh, that a a person that was conceived by a rape, you know, was was delivered, and I, I forget the exact details if that person was put up for adoption or not. But that, that person, as adult adult, was so grateful that they weren't aborted and had a chance for a life and they were not the father they they were not the mother they they were an individual of their their own selves and uh so i would encourage i and i don't think anybody has the power to stop a woman in this day and age of having a an abortion if she wants to but i would encourage her and and try to explain about um and my views on the Bible, the, what is not that we don't have the ability to um, have a test tube baby. We've overcome that a long time ago, but we don't have that spark of life, you know, when the two cells meet and and create an individual human. And to, for have that person, that pregnant person, uh, understand that and that that baby's an individual and had nothing to do with the um, horrible crime of rape. That's that's kind of my opinion on that, but. Uh, I, I would ask Eric then if he would tell his daughter or force his daughter to have an abortion since he's asking questions to the public and some of the public. It seems like he's outvoted right now, so if we had a, a vote <laughs> on it, uh, it seems like rape, and that would be uh, 
you know, you would have to carry that full term, but uh, that it, it's a small group of people. But what also, I, I know I have limited time, and don't don't hesitate to cut me off because it, this could take you know a long time. So anyhow, the uh, idea that we're going back to the Constitution, it seems like on guns and uh, this uh, uh, idea of uh, ab- abortion is or isn't guns and not as in or isn't but we if uh, we have to go to the idea of states rights i do believe i appreciate stan and joseph and everybody who called in today and lance who also i think he uh noted on the person who uh, was a, a rape uh, conceived in rape and you know that's the kind of testimony and that's what i'm looking for in this upcoming uh way that we're going to decide is states' rights, and here in Pennsylvania, we should not have to go by what Georgia thinks or what the federal government thinks or what California decides. But isn't there isn't there a isn't there a um, (laughs) that's time's up right? We have to move. We said isn't there isn't there my time's up? Isn't there isn't there a chance though that the psychological impact on a woman uh, should be considered if she is raped? And no matter what, if if a psychiatrist determines that she's likely to harm herself or that it's going to cause irreparable harm, she should be tortured throughout. Chris, you're on the mark. Well, no matter how many times I say it, people don't seem to understand it was the Republicans who eliminated the Supreme uh, uh, filibuster for the Supreme Court. They could have been just happy to point lower court judges like the Democrats were, who were being blocked there. Okay. But the lower court, uh, the Democrats did it through the lower the courts. Ninth Amendment also, other rights should not be denied or be disparaged. But if they're not enumerated by the Constitution, they're still good. Ninth <laughs> Amendment. Does it doesn't word it quite like that, but I think you hit it. All right. I hit the main words. Right. Another couple seconds needed? No? Yes. And, and those people who are worried about all those people who weren't born in America, think of all those people who were would have been born in China if there was no law on abortion or birth control or limiting children over there. Okay. You'd have another 5 billion Chinese. So, in other words, this is beneficial to us because it's reducing the number of Chinese in the world. That's not racist, is it? Yeah, I know. Well, not racist, but uh, it's something. Okay. To be continued, thank you, everybody. We'll launch into open phones tomorrow as well. You're listening to WKOK Sunbury.